doesn't like the show. Dungeon Radio Show. Double Dungeon Radio Show. It's Double Dungeon Episode 45. Just like Donald Trump. What? Impeach 45. Impeach Episode Double Dungeon 45. 45? We're at 45, yeah. Wow. It's uh, Wednesday, June 30th. Yes. 2021. End of the month. End of the month. Adi. We yes. are recording in a different room than we normally We are. are. Because I refuse to turn the air conditioner off today. It's, what was it, 96? 96 degrees. This and might be like just the third room we've ever recorded in. <clears throat> what was the other room? Uh, in Denver. We, we only have two rooms. No. <laughs> <laughs> On our trip. I see. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's extremely hot. We are staying indoors, avoiding going outside. We got a bunch of alerts on our phone. That we're like, don't use any electricity. Yeah, conserve your energy. Yeah, so don't I, record tonight. So I turned the uh, the air conditioner down from um, eleven down to just ten and a half. So there's still a big doing, snowflake. Doing my part. It's I in, I drew with a sharpie an even bigger oh, snowflake. Oh wow. Out. Okay. So yeah. So now we're not at the highest though. That's good. Yeah. So, Adi. <clears throat> yes. I think that we should talk about some uh, hot takes here. Um, applesauce expiration date <laughs> is extremely unclear what do you mean i bought applesauce like two months ago and i opened it and i put it in the fridge and i had maybe two servings out of this giant bottle of applesauce and yeah. uh, then i was like oh i should clean out the fridge and i was like oh man is this applesauce bad and i looked on the container and it said it expires in like september sure but it's been opened is it any it yeah but it's say, applesauce it doesn't say like refrigerate after it says refrigerate after opening but it doesn't say anything more like eat within two weeks of opening or anything like that yeah so why would you if you know how long i can let this applesauce <laughs> sit in the fridge uh i this all applesauce debacle uh also debacle. reminded me of uh the time that i called mama about the 15 month old meat and that was that's definitely up there in my favorite double dungeon segments. yeah top mama, moment mama being horrified at the thought of eating frozen meat that was in there for 15 months <laughs> so i was watching a music video for it might have been motley crew i can't remember who it was but i realized you know what that was a good look the tall guitarist tall skinny guitarist with no yeah. shirt and a long down to the floor trench coat yeah that's a good look they should bring that back if you're a guitarist and you're over the height of six feet and under the weight of 200 pounds, give it a shot. Was it look just good. like a regular trench coat? They, uh, in the one that I was watching, they had like a leather, black leather trench coat. Ooh, so that's like extra yeah. stylish. But it, almost any long trench coat is going to look good. Just don't get the Colombo colored trench coat. You need like something yeah. little, with a little panache to it. But um, it's definitely a good look. Bring it back if you are a guitarist. <laughs> Try it out. Why not? It's free. <laughs> Hot take. Um, okay. this is actually a hot take follow-up, uh, oh. and it's a reminder that bachata is still terrible. Oh my gosh. We were at a party, an, a post-election party, and there were people dancing because they put on bachata music, and yeah. first of all, I was like, why are they playing bachata music? Nobody wants to listen to this. And then I turned around, and apparently two people at least did want to listen to it. At minimum, yeah, people did want to listen to it. And they were dancing to bachata, and they were yeah. doing the type of dancing that you do to bachata. It was, yeah, it was correct. And it's... <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous and looks terrible it's like 
you're waltzing, but also doing like a little hop, hop, hippity hop at yeah. the end there. You look ridiculous. It's Aww. not a good, it's, there's nothing good about bachata. Just throw it in if, the trash. If everyone in the room was doing it, maybe they'd look less just throw ridiculous. It, throw it in the trash. It's just because everybody's doing it doesn't mean that it looks good. Yeah, put on some so, salsa music. There you go. Adi. Yes. I think we should uh, get on with the show because we are on a slight time constraint. Oh, wait. What? Let's not get on with the show because I forgot the low-hanging fruit. Oh, hey. I want some low-hanging fruit. Okay. So... My low-hanging fruit, People Magazine came out with an article recently uh, about the return of punk rock in the year 2021. People Magazine did? People Magazine. So first of all, People Magazine, the magazine with its fingers on the pulse of the punk rock punk movement. Punk rock, yeah. yeah. Uh, they said that punk rock has is back in a big way uh, as spearheaded by MGK, Machine Gun Kelly. He is the face of punk rock music in 2021. What are they talking about? Is that like a joke piece? No, it's 100% not. Um, so Machine Gun Kelly, for people who don't know, uh, is a singer of music. Does he play instruments? I don't even know if he plays instruments. I don't know. You know what? He had a guitar at the New Year's yeah, thing that we I'm saw. Yeah, I'm sure he has guitar. Yeah. So, But here's the problem with his music is that it's sure number one, it's not, it's, not, <laughs> it's not punk music in any way. It's definitely pop or pop punk at best. Do- do you think there's anything that's just not making it to the radio that could be categorized oh, yeah. as punk? I'm, yeah, I, of, I, of theirs. I, I guarantee. Oh, of his? Yeah, no, I don't. I doubt it. But my problem with his music is that it's not even music. It's like him singing over. It just sounds like instruments playing, but it, there's no there's no harmony. There's no instrumentation in, interest going on. It's just it literally just sounds like instruments. And it changes, a lot of his songs change styles, like partway through, yeah. for no discernible reason. <laughs> and the only consistent thing throughout the song is his singing. So it's it's bizarre. I don't like it. It's not it's not punk. I'm putting it out there. I, I feel, almost feel like I want to talk to someone who is really into it. So People Magazine said he's the face of the punk rock movement. Other, wow. face, other faces of the punk rock okay. movement are Megan Fox. What? The reason being that she is dating Machine Gun Kelly. Okay, so this could be anyone. Uh... And Courtney Kardashian, because she is dating Travis Barker of Blink-182, which I also wouldn't really say is punk, but Blink-182, and uh, she wears a lot of black vinyl. So that's punk. That's real punk. All right, well... Um, so after reading this whole article... happy for whoever wrote that article. I understand bullying is passe, <laughs> but this is exactly what bullying exists for, because there's supposed to be people that call these people posers... <laughs> that's all that ever used to happen when kids were acting too cool you could get called a poser so that's what happens okay now we can get on with the show real quick okay the show's on oh uh adi yes uh, yes rafi we are all gonna die still You know, I don't, I don't. I don't think we're all going to die anymore. I think people are finally over the "we're all going to die" part of the what pandemic. What do you mean? Abram will probably disagree. Variants. Yeah, whatever. Delta. I think, and I have airlines. proof. I have proof that we're most of the way <laughs> back to normal. Uh, in on August twenty eighth, Philadelphia is scheduled to have their Philly naked bike ride this summer. Oh. This ten mile bike ride 
uh, is fully nude and aims to promote body positivity among its participants. On bikes. On bikes. Um, so first of all, gross. Uh, I hope people it's are using like out. a plastic bag or something over their seat. That sounds disgusting. Oh, then. Second of all, you don't know. So Philly's bag. Philly's naked bike ride on August twenty eighth. Uh, you are allowed to be fully nude, except you have to wear a mask. They're requiring masks for all participants what? at an outdoor event. Outdoors cycling. I don't know. I don't know, Adi. That's all weird. Like, is that in one of those like you know only in Philly? Is that a, is that a thing? No, it's not only in Philly. It's not it's, only in they Philly. They have it. They do the same thing in Chicago. The Chicago naked bike. Oh. Ride. I'm sure New York is going to jump on there too. We. I'm not so. We sure. We get a lot of the worst. Think of the pantsless subway riders. I know, but you know, everyone's people, over that. Yeah, I'm over that too. So anyway, the point is, uh, that's pretty ridiculous. Adi. <laughs> yes. Our phones are killing us. <laughs> So, in an extremely benevolent, against their own interests move, Walmart has just announced that they are going to give out 750,000 Samsung smartphones to oh. all of their employees. Oh, did and so these, they want them? These employees will be required to use these smartphones to log into the Walmart app to coordinate scheduling. Okay. The app that they have is called Me at Walmart. And the Me at Walmart app requires location data, health and fitness data, contacts sharing, what? and permission to monitor all other applications at all times. So, <laughs> what? Yeah. So, uh, the, a Walmart spokeswoman says, Walmart promises that this information is only used for app functions. Financial information. Did I say that already? Oh, yeah. It also wants financial information. Okay. Financial information is used for paychecks. Precise location data confirms the, when an employee clocks into work. Okay. And health and fitness is used exclusively for coronavirus assessment. Really? So I don't know. This seems sketchy to, to me. Yeah. They just they need to gather all of your data for your own good. That's what it is. So I make, mean, they're gonna make so much money off of this data. They're gonna put it all into a database, and then that database down the road is going to get sold off to somebody else. Really? I guarantee it. Or they're at least going to use it for their own internal metrics. Yeah. So. I'm sure, yeah, our employees excited that they're getting Samsung phones for this or? I mean, I don't know. I, maybe. I, I didn't see anybody ask talking to actual employees. Just, yeah. uh, it was watchdogs coming out saying, hey, this, guys, this is not actually a good idea. And it's also not benevolent. Why is CNN putting out news stories that make it sound like a benevolent move? Yeah. So. Adi. Yes. Social media stinks. So in more app-related news, uh, TikTok rolled out an update last week or the week before. Um, it updated the software, and it also introduced a new set of terms and uh, terms and what do they call it? Terms and services. Yeah. Yeah. Um, TOS. Yeah. So they are um, in the new TOS. They announced that they are now collecting biometric identifiers and biometric information, including face prints and voice prints. What? They say that Why? the face prints and voice prints will be used down the road for facial morphing in videos and that sort of thing. Uh, however, TikTok already has been like under the eye because they were abusing how much information they were collecting yeah. and where they were sending it to. Um, the 
this ByteDance to own business, which is TikTok, said that it will collect this information to enable special video effects for content moderation. That's one right there, content moderation and demographic classification and for content and ad recommendations as for and for other non-personally identifying operations. So again, this is... A, so anything. Yeah, it's anything they Literally want. Literally anything. Just, just masked. They, they're going to just... They're going to steal everybody's faces there's gonna be a bunch of clones running around nicholas cage if you if you use tiktok there's gonna be a you know a, a clone made of you and you have to go fight in the galactic war oh, against no. the empire that sounds terrible i saw that movie that was a documentary what um the oh and the, the article continues it says the chinese company also didn't answer about what u.s laws tiktok's policy will comply with because there are several states now including new york that do not allow uh, biometric they they allow for biometric privacy and tiktok would be violating that yeah so i don't know how they how do they i don't know turn stuff on and off i guess you have to share your location with them probably right probably it sounds terrible so anyway you want me to re-download it no i definitely i was talking about tiktok <laughs> the other day uh and me watching the rise of tiktok from when it w- was just barely yeah, coming out yeah. and how I was telling you, I was like, there's this app that all the kids are using. This is like five yeah. years ago. There's this app that all the kids are using. And it's a bunch of like 14-year-old g- girls doing these dances to various pop songs. But it's extremely popular. And I was like, this is like going to be a big thing. It's going to be huge. Yeah. yeah. And, and the takeaway from the entire conversation was you asking me, why am I? Why are, why are you watching a bunch of videos of 14-year-old girls? <laughs> I, know, I forgot that. about that. <laughs> And I was like, it's it's for science. I don't know. I'm trying to monitor this this app, this weird app. So. Adi, yes. Social media stinks. Wait, that was social media. Yeah. Stinks. Wait a second. Why do I have two? Oh, we, oh. Have, here, sur- we live in a surveillance state. That's why I, I misread. We live in a surveillance state. Are your legs going to sleep too? This is what we get for recording in this room. Yeah, we should do this again. Um, So Tucker Carlson is alleging that the NSA... Oh, stretching. Oh, get some blood in my calves. Yeah. He's alleging that the NSA is surveilling on him and his show in an an effort to leak information that will get him taken off the air. Uh, The NSA has responded. They say that they've never targeted him and that the NSA has a foreign intelligence focus and isn't legally allowed to target U.S. citizens. You know who I think is in the wrong here? Everyone. Everyone, everyone here everyone. can get shot to the moon. Oh, my they're gosh. Both, they're both abusing this situation. The NSA acting like they can't spy on American citizens is provably false. Uh, Edward Snowden released... This is Now that I'm thinking about it, I think this is like one of two stories I have about Edward Snowden today. Oh, wow. Um, they... So what the the NSA is not legally allowed to target American citizens for surveillance. So that's when they go to one of our Five Eyes partners, which is a collaborative effort of five nations, who will then turn around and target the American citizen that we want information on because they're legally allowed to oh, do wow. so because they're not American uh, government targeting citizens. So they can get whatever information they want. So them pretending like they can't target an American citizen is a joke. Tucker Carlson being targeted and discredited by the NSA is also kind of a joke. So he, he discredits himself plenty. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, so my other big problem, though, is that like that NSA, they put out the statement and it doesn't allow comments on Twitter, 
but it's being shared like crazy. People are like, see, look at that, Tucker. You're an idiot by liberal blue checkmark kind of Twitter wow, yeah. people. And it's like, guys, they're not on your side. You're they're idiots. Not. You're idiots. So, Adi. Yes. We're living in hard times. So I was at a funeral, what was that, two weeks ago, unfortunately. Yes. Um, but afterwards, we were talking to people, um, and I heard th- not one, not two, three different people saying with amazement that houses in their neighborhood were selling for cash, $100,000 over asking price, and the day that they went on the market. It was like three different people saying this, and they were from different parts of the country. And... uh it just this last week, it's finally coming out. We've covered it before, but it's finally coming into mainstream consciousness that this is not individual investors. This is not people looking to flip these houses. This is private equity, especially Bain Capital and BlackRock, are buying up homes across the country to turn and flip. I think we've yeah. talked about it before, to turn and but flip. But it's a big issue. Yeah, but I was, yeah. I was just surprised that it's like, once I explained to people what was happening, all three of them, you could see the light bulbs go off in yeah. their head. Like, oh... Oh, this isn't just private investors. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Who has who has a hundred thousand dollars over asking price in cash, in cash. sitting on yeah, hand, ready to go? Not even not even wealthy investors have that kind of uh, liquid capital. So uh, the purpose is they're going to just buy up entire neighborhoods and they're going to fl- turn it into rentals. So hard times. It's very distressing. Yeah, it's that's the end of private home ownership, which is one of the last ways that people are able to build wealth in our country. So, hard times. Hard times. Howdy. Yes. Cash only. There's a new bar in our neighborhood called Twins. Oh, yeah. It's on the first floor... They call it a vintage 90s L.A. style bar. Okay, what, is, what does that mean? Which to me, sitting in there, I was like, there's there's literally nothing on the walls. There's no paintings. There's no soundproofing. There's nothing on the walls. It's so weird. So then how do they convey that? Music? I, I didn't notice anything particular okay. about the music <laughs> that sounded like 1990s L.A. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I wasn't in L.A. in the 90s, so I don't know what it was supposed to be like, but to me, it just seems like kind of a fake dive bar, but with no, there's z- literal zero, nothing on the walls. It's weird. Like no, no pictures, no yeah. lighting, nothing. Nothing yeah, on I the remember walls. I haven't been in there, but I've looked from like um, through the window. And, and they have a few booths. It's pretty blank. Yeah, it's it's completely blank. And then upstairs is like cocktails and a little more Miami feeling vibe. Mm. There's kind of a garden that uh, is in the back. That's not really a garden. It's just a patio. And then in the front, they have a deck that overlooks Manhattan Avenue. Anyway, it's a nice space. But the point is they're kind of raising a ruckus. I've heard about it from several different people who have been complaining because they're cash only. They're one of the only places that I can think of. Oh, that yeah. It's a new business that is cash only. I don't even know if they have the ATM there. I didn't look. I didn't even notice that they were cash only. And I'm I surprised for, to hear, yeah. I pay for stuff with cash in general. Um, but yeah, it's kind of causing a stink and people are actually upset about it more than I expected them to be. I'm sure. Um, there were cash only bars up until what, five years ago in the neighborhood. And well, the pandemic really, I think, just I think changed pandemic, everyone's yeah. thinking completely. And yeah. This place just opened 
kind of as the pandemic was letting up. Yeah. So I think people are have completely flipped their expectation. And now for something to be cash only is kind of offensive to them. So I just thought it was very interesting. That definitely has to be it. Yeah. And the prices aren't bad enough that you would like be upset that they, it's cash only. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it was like $15 carrying it. for anything, then yeah, I would be upset. But I don't know. Whatever. Adi. Yes. I read the news. So uh, it came out this week that Amazon had internal documents released that showed that um, in the past I've talked about how Amazon burns through a local population and they have designated turnover. They want a certain number of people leaving the job at a regular basis, uh, turnover of, of staff. Because of pay rates or what? Because they don't want to pay more. So that's what part of it. Mm-hmm. Number two, people who work in a, an environment for a long time tend to also want to unionize. And they don't want that. Yeah. They, they don't want anybody having friends at work, basically. They don't want people hanging out outside of work. Yeah. And to the point that they've, um, we talked about this, but they changed the traffic laws, uh, traffic lights. They, they had the city of, uh, in Alabama change the traffic lights so that nobody was stopped at the traffic light outside of the warehouse so that nobody could listen to the union protesters that were out there protesting. Mm-hmm. Um, That's wild. Yeah. So the point is they want you there. They want you completely dehumanized and completely cut off from all your coworkers. Um, but it just these new documents came out and say that not only does Amazon want people to do that, uh, to turn over, uh, Amazon is actually at the point where they are starting to realize that they're going to run out of workers for some of their first wave of warehouses that they built. Oh. And uh, they, if they continue doing that and they run out of workers at these warehouses, I guarantee the plan is they're going to just pick up shop and move to the next town that's going to offer them in tax incentives and tax breaks. And so just gonna, like shut and I guarantee and that's what's going to happen. Yeah. They're going to shut her and move a few counties over, maybe even a state over, but just uh, to wherever else is willing to give them tax breaks. Wow. So this entire. Uh, so who cares about the local economy that's based around where they are now? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the entire thing is just, it's being subsidized by tax incentives at the moment. This turnaround, it's, it's, it's terrible. Amazon. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we're going to talk That's about really Amazon. really bad. We're going to talk more about Amazon later because not only did it's something come there. faster than two two day, it came in like 10 hours. It was oh, crazy. Yeah. So we're going to get to that. Um, Adi. Yes. Politics are dumb. So Joe Biden and the Democrats have been pushing for a new set of national security regulations to come through the pipe mm-hmm. as a, they, they're framing it as a response to the raid on the Capitol building on what was that? The 6th of oh, January. Sure. Yeah. So that's what they're saying it's for is to target, you know, domestic terrorism. So what's in this? So the main issue with it that I have is that, not only does it say that these laws are going to be applying, uh, designating domestic terrorists uh, on the right, like the people who did the raid on January 6th, as domestic terrorists, uh, they are also going to be targeting people who are designated socialists and people who are designated anarchists, particularly the ones who express concern about corporate globalization as an issue. 
What? Really? Yeah. That's the language that they use. I didn't make that up. Corporate globalization. Uh, So anyone who speaks out against that will be designated the same as... Our show's getting depressing. (laughs) (laughs) uh, That's the language they use? It's the kind of thing that I... This is the type of thing that when people say, well, you have to vote for Joe Biden because he's the lesser of two evils. And I'm like, what? What? This is the exact. This is exactly <laughs> what I was warning you about. Like, Still evil. Yeah, it's terrible. That's the, um, put uh, trying to especially tamp down on the protests uh, against corporate globalization. So protests against things like the uh, the NAFTA agreement. Uh, people who were protesting. What was that? The G eight summit. Remember that one, where there were agent provocateur yeah. cops causing all kinds of chaos. It's a very Democrat methodology. Is to uh, try and eliminate all dissent by also tying it to terrorism, even if it's literally about something that is important to yeah, our economy like and our populace. Protests. Yeah, it's just regular protests. It's within our right to do. So, I mean, it, it's a constant warning now is that anytime they try and write new laws to restrict uh, actual rad- radical domestic terrorists or na- white nationalists, it always ends up getting used against the left for some reason. So. Not good. I'm not very happy about hmm. this. Uh, we'll see what the final bill says, but if it goes through like this, it's going to be uh, not great for online discourse, especially. It's pretty shady. So, Adi. Yes. I have a conspiracy to talk about. So, Bitcoin. You know Bitcoin. More we or have less. like seven Bitcoins. So what? No, we don't. Not that you know of. I'm <laughs> hiding them in my secret account. Oh, wow. Uh, so Bitcoin, um, people are super, they've been super excited. Bitcoin got up to what, 65,000, and now okay. it's back down to like 30,000. Right. People are going nuts. People who love Bitcoin, the problem is that they will not shut up about Bitcoin. We know one That's of these people true. Yeah. who, like, if, if something is actually a good investment, you don't have to talk about it to everyone you know constantly pumping it up. Yeah. That's point number one. Point number two is Bitcoin. What do we know about the origin of Bitcoin? We know that it was written by, or it was uh, uh, created by some guy named Satoshi Nakamoto. Nobody knows who this person is. They don't even know if it's a real person. It might be a... a it's probably not. Yeah, it might be like <laughs> I don't a, know. a consortium that created the white paper for this currency. Um, they say that it's untraceable, except that they totally can it's trace. traceable. Yeah, yeah, except it's traceable. Um but here's one thing we don't know is uh, what if I'm going to throw out a hypothetical here. What if the Bitcoin hash that they're hacking, which is a hash that is then checked against an algorithm to verify whether or not it's correct. What if that's not actually just mining a currency, an algorithm for a currency? What if we're using the collective computing power of every computer that's mining Bitcoin in an attempt to crack a hash that is a password or information that is encrypted. So here's the theory. Okay. The theory is the NSA has a, uh, not a copyright because it's an open source project, but they have an investment in the 256 uh, bit encryption algorithms that are used as a very like, strong encryption right yeah and uh edward snowden again i said i would talk about him again oh you did released information Here that showed is. that they were invested in this 256 kil- uh, bit algorithm 
So what if the NFA, NSA is using this uh, hacking tool that is masked behind your mining cryptocurrency? Yeah. But w- when in reality, what your, your computer is doing is downloading a piece of encrypted data from something that the NSA has stolen, decrypting it, and then being checked against the hash to confirm that it's correct. So what they've done is they've created the world's biggest computer to try and hack encrypted soft uh, data that they need encrypted for whatever reason. So that's that's a conspiracy theory. That's quite the theory. Is that rather than building a super a single supercomputer, what they they're doing is offloading the work to millions of computers around the world to de-encrypt sensitive information and saying it's Bitcoin. How do you feel about that theory? Um, Pretty good. I. I've heard that it's not plausible from, or I should say I've read that it's not plausible. Yeah. I don't know for sure. Cause I'm not smart enough and I don't know enough about it, but it, it would make sense to me. I mean, th- if you think about it, the best way to, to solve a really hard problem is to outsource it to every computer in the world that has time for it. And then mm-hmm. the, by giving uh, the increasing price of Bitcoin, you're getting more people into mining. So uh, I don't know. That's and also another interesting thing is that, um, the FBI actually controls the second largest Bitcoin wallet after what? Satoshi Nakamoto. Yes. They have... Uh, at, so that's not concerning anyone else. They have somewhere between 300,000 and 1 million Bitcoins, the NF- FBI does, in their wallet. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. Yeah, that's... So that's... And yeah. It's, that, that tells me not to get Bitcoin. Yeah. I, it, <laughs> I think Bitcoin's a joke. But oh my gosh. Anyway. Howdy. Yeah. I think we should uh let's move on to the uh the second segment here. Uh let's take some uh listener advice and phone calls. Double dungeon at hotmail dot com. Email us. Double dungeon at hotmail dot com. Adi? Yes. We received an email. From a person? Yeah, from not a... Well, actually, we did get one that said that uh, we had an unpaid invoice and gave me directions on how to upload my payment information. Oh, great. Um, so I did that, and I'm waiting to hear back. Um, <laughs> this one is from Mike, and Mike says, Hey, Double Dungeon. Hey. I just caught up with your 42121 show and wanted to respond to your segment regarding Wawa. Remember we were talking oh, about nice. Wawa the gas station? Oh, yay, Wawa feedback. He says, first of all, Wawa is a Pennsylvania thing. Not Jersey, which makes sense because he has a house in Pennsylvania. He says there may be Wawa's in Western Jersey. Don't know. Don't care. (laughs) Basically, Wawa is a crappy combination Uh. of gas station and deli. Yes, it has a cult following, but so do Beanie Babies. (laughs) I always found it kind of trashy that Pennsylvanians are so fond of eating at gas stations. (laughs) There are other gas station deli brands in Pennsylvania, such as Turkey Hill, Sheets, and Daisy Hill, just for starters. Hill. Bit of advice for your listeners. Stay away from gas station sushi. <laughs> Bye. Oh my gosh, I, lo- I love this. So he is referencing an older episode, but we did actually yeah. go to, we, I went to Sheets. That's the place that I got oh, the, the two, you did. For, two for one. I'm making air quotes. Yeah. Two for one rap that was just scam. one for one. Scam yeah, rap. Scam rap. Um, so thank you. Thank you for that email. Mike. Yeah, that was, that was that's, great. That's helpful. I really enjoyed um, that email. That's the only email we got. So double dungeon at hotmail.com. Let's see if we got any uh, voicemails. Uh. Hey, 
We did not get any voicemails. Oh, wait, we didn't? No. What happened? It's the same thing that always happens. Every time we record a long show, we'll get voicemails. Every time we record a short show, we get no voicemails. So every long show, we don't have any voicemails to talk about. I want to, you know, hear people's voices. I I, guess I should just call a friend or something. You can call in. Why don't you you call in? Wait, I I should call in. Yeah, we'll play voice message for Maddie. Um, (laughs) If people do want to give us a call, as always, our phone number is... You gotta give me the heads up that we don't have any voicemails and then I can call in. <laughs> Adi. Yes. I think we should uh, let's sell out right now. I got the brains, you got the looks. Let's make lots of money. You got the brawn, I got the brains. So I have a new coworker at work and he wanted to buy the same kind of keyback that i have you know what a keyback is keyback is the thing that I, I clip on my belt loop and it's basically a long string that's on a wheel so when i put the keys on there the keys are attached by a string to my belt and i can just let go of them and they suck back up onto the yeah. keyback and you so won't the lose are, them they're always stuck to my belt flexible. right there it's great they're fantastic um so he wanted to buy a keyback so rather than asking me what type type i had he ran to the hardware store and bought a keyback was the base model, which is terrible and can't even support like three keys. Oh, wow, this is more in, yeah, know, it's, it's in depth. intense. Yeah, so in depth. it's uh, the one you don't want is like a small silver uh circle, yeah, with a little string coming off of it. That one can support like three keys at the most. The one that you want wow. is Keyback, that's the brand name Keyback, and in back is spelled B A K, so it's K E Y B A K, and the model you want is 48. And the advantage advantage oh. of the 48 is that it um, has the belt clip. One of the other ones has a carabiner so that you clip it to your belt loop, yeah. which I don't like as much. I like it clipped on the belt. Um, and then it's it's like a plastic, but it's like a, it's not just regular plastic. It's actually a really stiff plastic, which has held up very well. Um, and the string itself that it, uh, you pull out on has Kevlar in, inside of it. So it's actually really tough. This I've is gotten, like really serious. I've gotten yeah. this thing caught in doors. I've gotten it caught in the game doors, which are metal. Yeah. I've had it like sliced by stuff, the, the keyback thread, and it's held up seven years. I had no idea. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot how long you've had it. It's been seven years. Yeah. Oh my so, gosh, they should totally sponsor a show. Great. It's like 15 yeah. bucks. It's not even that expensive. Oh, wow. So this is an excellent product and it's really held yeah. up. At one point, I pulled it, I'm trying to remember what happened. It got caught in a seat or something and I sat up and it really yanked on it to the point that it, it stopped going back in. So I took it apart, just yeah. a simple screwdriver, took it apart, pulled the string around, wound it back up mm-hmm. and it, it's worked for another like four years since then. Oh my gosh. So, so that's these so things cool. are, they're very well made. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Key back, B-A-K, number 48. So if you know anybody nice. that uses keys a lot at work, get one. Great stock and I, stuffer. I tell I tell all the other managers, I'm like, hey, you should get a key back. And yeah. they, they all think I'm crazy. They're like, I just clip it to my belt loop. But then you have to clip and unclip it like hundreds of times a yeah. day. Whereas the key back, it's right there. <laughs> so key back. Give us some money. Adi. Yes. Um, I think we should talk about somebody that I have my eye on this week. I realized I forgot part of that last segment. What do you mean? So, 
I didn't finish the thought. So my coworker bought the bad key back. Oh, yeah. And then he bought the good key back off of Amazon. He ordered it last night. And it came this morning, like less than 10 hours later. He already had it in his hand. That's so crazy. That Why? So fast. Why does anyone wow. need delivery of a key back in 10 hours? This is why Amazon people have to pee in bottles to get your key back oh to my you in 10 hours. I'm not blaming him. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what kind of like society are we building where you have to have it instantly? It's crazy. So anyway, uh, back on to who the people we're watching. Um, so I've got my eye on this, this business in our neighborhood. This is also slightly a promotion because I've eaten from them and they're okay. owned by somebody that we know. There is an ice cream shop called Screen Door Ice Cream that's located right by the park. Screen Door. And I got their soft serve once and it was good. I liked it a lot and it was not super expensive. Screen Door Ice Cream. They don't have a screen door. I know. <laughs> they have a wooden door with a plate glass window in it and a roll gate. <laughs> There's no screen door inside. Maybe on the back side? Maybe. maybe there's a screen oh, door in the maybe back. on the back, yeah. But still. They're just trying your, to like evoke a Where's your screen door, right? guys? Sentiment. Where's the screen door? You can't be called screen door and not have a screen door. Screen door of your memories growing maybe, up. Or you think it's ironic? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, next time I see him? the owner, I'm going to ask him, where's yeah. your screen door? Where is so, it? Where is it? It'll be follow-up. Yeah, follow, that'd be, that is a good follow-up. Adi? Yes? I have... Wait, I have to find it real quick. I have latent psychic abilities. Okay, I think this is like our third segment about Amazon now. <laughs> We're becoming the anti-Amazon show. Oh, yeah, don't um, say, don't they say need that. To they need to sponsor us and we'll stop talking so much stuff about them. I don't even believe you, though. <laughs> I mean, if they pay us enough, yeah, I probably how much, would. How much? How much? Yeah, it's a negotiation. We'll you talk know. later. <laughs> we'll, start, we'll start at a billion dollars a show and work our way down. Wow, per show. Wow. Yeah, you got to start high. Okay. Um, so, Amazon. Here's my latent psychic prediction. All it's, right. It's and it's already coming true. I had this before this news dropped. All right. Amazon is going to start preemptively sending product to people. And then giving refunds when you return it. Pay for only what you keep is what it's going to be. What You mean like stuff that they think you're they, due to reorder? or the, It's going to be stuff that you're due to reorder as well as stuff that they just, oh, based on our, our predictions, we think you'll love blah, blah, blah. You know. Uh, isn't that like so kind of intrusive? It is. Uh, it's also illegal under current law. Um, however, I'm sure they can update change the law? because the, the current law says that if a company sends you something on an, uh, and it's addressed to you and it's unordered, you're allowed yeah. to keep it for free. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure they they can update their terms of services to the, on the Amazon membership to allow this to happen. I mean, it'll be, it, it would be just like, um, what was that? Columbia house that used to send records and you had to send them back. Mm, yeah. That's what it's going to be like. They're going to just send you stuff. And the reason I thought of this was that we were at your sister's house and they have an Alexa. Is that what it is? Alexa. Yeah. I was I just looking at it. I can remember who has what. So they have an Alexa with a screen on it that's about the size of a cell phone. And I was just sitting there looking around and the screen kept saying, say Alexa. It said in text, yeah. say Alexa, what can I reorder? Oh yeah. I, when I was just there a few minutes ago and they had this, it had this 
screen up saying you have to reorder these like you know coffee yeah that's what it was saying when i was there yeah as i was drinking coffee from their machine they're telling you they're already like suggesting what you should buy or telling you to suggest what you should buy they're going to just cut out the middleman and just start sending you what they think you need oh that's what's going to happen i I, it's coming i guarantee it all right and so i I thought of this i thought of this like a week and a half ago uh a few days later amazon announced that they are starting just like columbia house a vinyl of the month club that you can sign up for, and it's $25. And for $25, they are going to send you a brand new copy of a classic vinyl album every month, uh, including artists such as ABBA, Pink Floyd, and Aretha Franklin. My main issue with this, if you go to any record store, you can buy a vintage copy of whatever album this is, except for maybe the Pink Floyd, for way less than $25. Yeah. You can get a very good, very nice copy of almost any any of these other offerings that I saw for like, 10 or 15 bucks at the most. And that's an expensive record store. So kind of stupid. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what's going to happen. If, yeah. So you would think house. it's just a start of it. I, of that's it. exactly it. So that's, I see. A, that's what I saw. As soon as I saw that news story, I was like, my idea, they're, they're already working on it. Yeah. I'm not even that psychic. Just a little, just a little psychic. <laughs> a little bit. Adi. Yes. I have a story from our life. Actually, it's just my life. This episode's going to have to get cut short, not just because I have to go to work, but also because my legs are killing me, too. This yeah, is this isn't a good Indian position. Yeah, what, do they, we, what do they call it now? They don't call it Indian style. That's what they call it I don't it know what kids. they call it. Crisscross applesauce. That's it. What? Yeah, they call applesauce it crisscross applesauce. Applesauce again. Oh, applesauce. <laughs> September is when it goes bad. Um, so I have a story. I uh, finally, I've been having gut pains since last August. We've talked about it on the show. Yeah. I... Finally saw the pancreatic specialist. She did more tests, did blood work to make sure that I was absorbing vitamins, and then said, forget it, we're just putting you on this pancreatic supplement called Creon, which is new to the market. This pancreatic supplement, did I already talk about how many pills? I can't remember if I talked about it on the show, so I'm going to just talk about it again. Because you've been telling everybody. Yeah. So (laughs) a one-month supply of Creon is 400 pills in four big bottles I have to take three with every meal, although the nutritionist that I just spoke to that I'm going to talk about in a second said that some people take up to seven pills with every meal. So much. Wow. 21 pills a day plus snacks. You have to take even more. So I've been taking it for like three weeks. I've noticed very little difference from the Creon, so I'm not very happy about that. Yeah. Um, However, I just had a meeting with, oh, no, no, about, what was that, a week and a half ago? I was like angry because i was like these stupid pig pills aren't doing it oh i forgot that too the the i call them the pig pills because they're derived from pigs pancreases so i don't know if they just like grind it up into a milkshake and then put them in pills or what but or what yeah um anyway so i call them the pig pills um i was like these stupid pig pills aren't doing anything so i went on the internet which is how i get all my medical information and typed (laughs) into google uh you know pancreas cramping so I can't remember Pink what pill. all I put in. I, <laughs> I can't remember what all I, I just put in cr- Some crazy chronic Google cramping, search. blah, blah, blah. And there was an article on, you know, one of those websites that is specifically designed to capture all of this kind of traffic yeah. to it, like Live Strong or whatever. And it was an article written by a gastroenterologist who was like, a lot of people who have chronic gut pain, including IBS and other stuff, uh, find that it helps to take a fiber supplement, which I had tried before. But it caused even worse cramping and like really bad inflammation. Yeah. 
And he said, if you have tried them in the past and had issues, try this other fiber supplement that is chemically altered and won't ferment and won't cause any gut pain. So I was like, oh, that sounds good. So I went and got some of that, started taking that. And I think it, I, I, this has done like way more than any other treatments, any other ideas that any of these other doctors have had. Just take fiber. Duh. <laughs> and it's like, well, like, how come I have to get an MRI before somebody says try fiber supplements? I don't know. Yeah. It's Just crazy. To rule out Doctor. the worst, I guess. I, I guess. But like, why don't you start with the simple 20, you know, it's $20 well, to, for to like actually three relieve weeks. your symptoms. $20 for three weeks worth of fiber. And it's the expensive kind. Yeah. The expensive fiber. Um, anyway, so it's already done more. It's great. It's working. Well, I, I still get cramps, but not as bad. Um, and then I had an, an appointment with a nutritionist, which was annoying because it was a video visit. Number one, I don't want to visit. I want to, I want to see people face to face. I don't like these video visits. Uh, so I had a video visit that was scheduled. Somebody canceled because it was going to be either I had to wait until the end of July yeah. to see this person or they could get me in. What was that? Monday? Yeah. Monday. But it was like a 10 a.m. appointment. And I was like, it's early for you. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I work nights. Can't, there's nothing. And they were like, yeah, there's another one that's like the 31st of yeah. July. So anyway, so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to just wake up and do this stupid appointment. So I woke up super early, had my video appointment, got on with the nutritionist. She was very nice. She had, um, one thing that I didn't like is that her face was at the bottom of the screen, which is the farthest away from where the camera is. Mm. So the video of me is just looking down the entire time, whereas yeah, the video of uh, her is looking straight ahead. Yeah. So it was weird. Um, anyway, she was very nice. She asked about my, you know, like, what, what do you, what do you eat as a typical breakfast? What do you, how much coffee do you drink in a day? Um, you know, just trying to feel out my diet. She, how often do you exercise? Those kind of things. So I went through, did the whole thing. She was like, oh, well, it sounds like you're drinking coffee without eating, which is true. I normally don't eat until yeah. like I've been up for four hours at least. Um, whereas I drink coffee as soon as I wake up. So I've been trying to eat food in the morning. We'll see if that helps. Um, that is actually a very logical and good suggestion. I like that. However, she came up with some really like suggestions that made me wonder, why am I paying you money? <laughs> One of these suggestions was, you know what a great food is for people with this kind of issue? You get a potato and you cook the potato. Okay. And then you let the potato cool. And then you heat the potato up again and eat it. <laughs> so, you like by itself or like how are you cooking the... Cook, you, yeah. cook the potato. And then you let it cool. Okay. <laughs> and then you heat it up again and then you eat it. And this will be helpful. Um, another thing that she said was, try eating the flesh of a banana. <laughs> and not not a ripe banana a slightly underripe banana okay and so in my head i'm like well number one that's how i like my bananas anyway but number two the flesh of a banana i'm not eating the peel of a banana <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i refuse to eat the peel of a banana who's, who's eating the peel of so yeah. at any time she talked about it like when she was talking about the potato eat the flesh of a potato and it's like well, i don't know it was weird um but yeah the potato thing i guess when you cook it and then cool it the starches inside convert to some other form of protein or starch. Interesting. Which is easier to digest. Okay. But still, I was like, another one. Maybe you could eat oatmeal in the morning. And I was like, yeah, I could eat oatmeal in the morning. I don't, I don't <laughs> I particularly could. like oatmeal, but sure, I'll try oh, it, Oh, man. Yeah, try it. I love oatmeal. So I, I, I'm going to have to make some, what do they call it? Overnight oats? I, I had a great, oh, man, I forgot about this. Overnight oats. You know what that is? Where you soak oats overnight 
and then yeah. it makes like a i'll look up a recipe and try it okay you soak the oats in milk or whatever overnight and you don't even cook them i don't think i think you just soak them and they they turn into oatmeal basically i was trying to convince somebody online that overnight spaghetti was a thing and that you could just put <laughs> spaghetti into a jar of spaghetti sauce and leave it in your fridge overnight and it would make spaghetti that's what you were trying to convince someone of that yeah because i thought it was funny okay that's funny right no. I, I'm not sure. I don't know either. Adi. Yeah? Anyway, the point is uh, I'm doing a little bit better. Hopefully, That's good. Hopefully that it is, continues yeah. to get better. They said that it might take a while for my uh, my intestines and whatnot to... They said it's like any muscle. Like it needs to, time to build up strength. So they we'll any, see what happens. But did they ever like give any indication of like what caused him to no. get messed up? No. The first doctor I saw, my, my general practitioner, said... Your stomach sounds normal. If anything, it sounds like it's slightly something. And I can't remember what he said, but it basically was that it was slightly slow in churning or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, that's, that's like, I don't know. Again, I'm very frustrated that, that a $20 supplement I got at CVS is doing more than any of the other investigations they've done. So, Adi. Yes. I think we should, uh, let's talk about, uh, what do you want to talk about? Let's talk about uh, everybody being stupid but me. How about that? Alright. So, when I go to work, I walk through McCarran Park, which is a, a fairly large park here in Brooklyn, and now that the weather is nicer and sunnier, although it's extremely hot today, um, the slackline people are back. Oh, yeah. Slacklining, for people who don't know, is where you take these like ropes, but they're not really ropes. They're this, they're basically like what you use to tie down stuff on a semi truck, kind of strapping. And you take this strap and you run it between two trees or lights in the park. And then you walk on it like it's a tight tightrope. But yeah. it's not. It's a slack rope. Meaning that when you stand on it, it really it bows down. People like to do these like bounces off of them. Like where you f- sit your butt down onto them, fall onto the ground, and then it bounces you back up in the air. Um, Is it ex- exercise? I, it no, must I can't be figure something, out, right? I haven't figured out exactly why they do it except to publicly show off that they are cool people doing slack line in the park. Yeah. <laughs> um, Last time and, I walked and, and through, have fun. Last time I walked through the park, they had a slack line that went from, you know, the center part of the park. There's those lights there. Yeah. They had one running from the center part of the park all the way to where the bathrooms are. There's a light there. Oh, that's long. That's more than an entire baseball. Diamond. Yeah. Like it's enormous. So they had one long line that was about 15 feet in the air from one to the other pulling on that. Wow. So... These people, I realized they reminded me of something. I kept thinking these guys remind me of something. I can't think of what it is. I figured it out. Okay. The people who slackline in the park remind me of the guys that used to, this is might be a very dated thing. Like maybe it was only in the 2000s. Guys who would fight with kendo sticks in the park. Oh yeah. I have a friend Remember who used that? to do that. There were a ton of guys, like you'd randomly be walking by yeah. a park and there'd be like six guys out with kendo sticks doing, yeah. I don't know Whatever. what. Whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah, fighting in the park. It's the same exact thing. Like, they think that it's impressive, but you're just walking on a thing, buddy. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Same with the kendo guys. I don't it's know. Like, I mean, I can't, I can't do that. I bet you could. You're, you're a very, very <laughs> talented, athletic 
artistic person. Oh my gosh. So, Adi. Yeah? I have a story about a friend I never met. A friend's a friend who knows what being a friend is. Talking with a friend. As friends, we were always so close, but so This is very sad. This is a story about the friend I never met named Daddy Jack Chaplin. Uh, during the pandemic, early on, we talked about this on the show. Definitely. During the Daily Double Dungeons, when we were doing like three months straight, where I got into watching a ton of roller coaster videos and a ton of this channel called Daddy Jack's Cooking with the Blues. And Daddy Jack was an enormous fat guy who was one of the most hilariously, like, I'm not saying he was inept, but he did a lot of things very in very unique ways that I thought was entertaining to watch. For example, he never washed any of the vegetables he used. Uh, his He had these giant sausage fingers, and he would just rough chop the vegetables in completely different sizes, like not any kind of order to them whatsoever. Yeah. He always overcrowded his pans to the point that they were always spilling all over the place. <laughs> yeah, that's and, true. And everything he cooks was at maximum heat, like flaming hot <laughs> even for like cheese sauces stuff like that the chowder stuff that can burn really easy that's how he cooked was yeah. just all the way on high anyway it's very sad news that he died like two months ago i was wondering why he hadn't uploaded a video in a while yeah and then i saw in the comments that he had passed away so was, i'm sorry to hear that sad. he provided uh, quite a few hours of entertainment like tens of hours if his not videos are of great hours. yeah They're, he's very a very entertaining guy they always end with like Jazz music. He was he had his own jazz label that he was releasing independent music through. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, and he was he had been trying to lose weight during COVID so that he could get a bypass. He got the bypass last fall, and then he got ill from the side effects of the bypass and passed away in March. I guess it's sad. So, yeah, very sad. Really Daddy liked Jack. his videos. His videos are great. Um, I'm hoping the roller coaster guy is doing well, but he's much younger, so I'm, I don't want there to be some kind of a videos oh gosh, that don't Raphael even, watched yeah, during COVID. Don't curse. worry. Oh my gonna, gosh. I hope it's not like in that, that roller coaster movie we saw where the roller coaster <laughs> goes flying off. The, yeah. Wait, wait. Oh, we forgot to talk about that, that we went and saw the Sparks movie. We should talk about yeah, it. Yeah, let me, uh, I'm going to put that in, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm here, I'm going to put it right, I'm going to put it somewhere. I'm putting a note right here. Okay. In the follow-ups about Sparks movie. Movie and Got roller it. coaster. Okay, good. We're good. Um, so anyway, yes, Daddy Jack. We appreciate you. Peace. I loved your videos, and I'm glad that they they still exist on YouTube, so we can continue to watch you not washing your vegetables. Yeah, <laughs> they're so good. Adi. Yes. I've been up to no good, if I can find it. So, like I mentioned, I was at a funeral in Pennsylvania, which is why I went to Sheets. Um, at the after party, wake, I don't know exactly what they would describe it Any as. Any of the above. What a, one of those things. Uh, they had rented a porta potty for the event so that people didn't have to keep trekking in and indoors uh, to use the bathroom. There was a, a very thoughtful. nice... It was the nicest porta potty I've ever seen in my entire life. I didn't oh, even wow. know they, it was the Cadillac of porta potties. Um, it had a sink built in that you could operate with a foot pump to wash your hands. Okay. And I thought it was hand sanitizer. So I 
pumped some out onto my hand and was like, this feels like, I don't know, soapy or something. But I didn't, I didn't understand the sink thing. So I yeah. just wiped, wiped the soap off on my pants and called it a day. Oh. Um, <laughs> so that's already gross story number one. Uh, so they had a, a very nice, it was super clean toilet, like a normal portalette toilet. And I'm looking at the toilet and off to the side of the toilet by about a foot. I have a photo in my phone because I thought it was so interesting. Yeah. By about a foot, there is a car gear shift style stick that's about a foot long and i've never seen this before i could not come up with any kind of logical use for this car gear shift next to the toilet um thoughts included maybe it's some kind of a vacuum suction to help okay you know, get it out <laughs> oh, sure i thought maybe it's a handle to pump for a bidet I thought that was a good idea. Since I already figured yeah, out that idea. there was a foot pedal for water, I thought maybe there's a foot pedal for water into the toilet yeah. as a day. And so then my plan was, if that's correct, <laughs> I was going to lift the lid of the toilet seat and I was going to open the door to the portalette and call one of the little kids over and squirt them with the toilet water. That's like would be terrible. Um, so I went to the toilet. And the, it had it had, <laughs> it had the lid down. So I pushed on the handle and literally nothing happened when I pushed on the handle. It's a mystery. Nothing. So I opened the door and I left. And I, I went out and I, I, anybody that would listen had to hear about what is the handle in this toilet. Yeah. We all took guesses as to what it did. Um, I had to go back. I had to figure it out. I had to, it had to reveal its secrets to me. So I, this time I went back and I lifted the lid, which I hadn't done before. And I pushed the handle. And again, nothing happened. But when you release the handle, blue water squirts on both sides of the toilet bowl down and flushes away stuff oh, yeah. and also there's a little flap at the bottom that drops whatever's in there out wow this is a very fancy portal it is yeah so, i've never been in one like yeah. that yeah. but the thing is the the handle again it didn't look like any it any kind of a toilet handle you would expect it looked very much like a car gear shift off to the side of the toilet so anyway i guess i guess we just got five minutes of content out of a portal so <laughs> i mean i've never seen that adi that was my up to no good story. I, I have know. A, I, have I, a, I have a gross story. Um, you want to hear my gross story? I told uh, you about it already. I'm sure other people do. So I was walking home from something the other day. I can't remember where I was coming from. But I was walking down Barry, which is an open street, and it was on the weekend, so it was kind of much busier than it usually is. Um, and by open street, what that means is that it's all blocked off to traffic. And so I'm walking down the street, and it's kind of busy out. There's a lot of people out. There's a lot of people sitting in the outdoor restaurant areas. And I'm passing by one of the outdoor restaurant areas, and all of a sudden I hear somebody. It sounds like a woman. She sounds like she's in the middle of the street, and she's screaming. Just screaming like, ah, no, no. And I was like, whoa, what is going on? So yeah. I kind of like scooted around the restaurant thing to make sure nobody got hit by a car. I don't know. I was, I didn't, I'm not sure exactly what I yeah, was expecting. Yeah, who knows? So I get over there and there's a lady and her dog. That's the only people in the center of the street. And she's just screaming, no, no, drop it. No. <laughs> and so everybody at this point is like staring at this lady trying to figure out what's going on. And I see her dog. It's a little black dog. <laughs> And it's, it's super happy looking and it's got an enormous dead rat in its mouth. Oh, enormous. That is so gross. Like, 
I'm not like it was the size of like my shoe. It was a huge dead rat. And that the dog, of course, looked super happy to have it. And the lady was like, no, oh, it's a dead rat. Oh, drop it, drop it. And so she like hauled it over to the side and was like, help, help, screaming for help. And I was like, I'm out of here, lady. I'm not helping That's you so dig good. a yeah, dead rat out of your uh, dog's, dog's mouth. mouth. Yeah, there's so much so, wrong with that. Yeah, oh, so no. I'm hoping that the rat didn't die of poison because that would be bad for the poor dog. Yeah. I'm hoping that the dog caught it and killed it somehow. Um, but I, did, I, I didn't want to stick around for a resolution of that because it was yeah. just nasty. Ugh. So. <laughs> Adi. <laughs> yeah. Um. I have I had a dream that I thought was pretty funny. I had a dream that I was at my parents' house and I was sitting in the living room. No, in the in the dining room, sorry. And that faces the kitchen and my dad was in the refrigerator in the kitchen like rummaging around in there. And I was watching him rummage around and he was like getting really angry. And he was like, you damn kids who ate all my Braunschwager, Braunschwager, which is a food that my dad liked, which <laughs> is like liver pate that you spread on crackers and eat with mustard and onion. Uh-huh. And he was like, who ate all my damn Braunschwager, <laughs> you damn kids. And he was getting really upset. And mama was sitting across the table from me and she was looking really stressed out. Yeah. And the reason she was stressed out is that Papa was not supposed to be there because Papa died, what, was it three years ago? So Mama was really stressed out about that. And uh, Papa saw that she was stressed out. And he was like, look at this. Your mom's stressed out. And it's because you kids aren't helping clean up the house. That's the reason she's stressed out. And so I thought it it was pretty silly. (laughs) That's a pretty good dream, I have to say. It's very intense. But again, I I really liked because I hadn't thought about Braunschweiger in a long time so yeah yeah damn kids <laughs> Adi, yes i have a story about work um since i am at work there are stories about work oh yeah let's think about work so i went to work on saturday and had not one, but two terrible incidents happen in the same day. So the first thing is I went in and one of my first tasks is to like sweep up all the bathrooms and make sure all the toilet paper and everything's taken care of. And I swept up and in the men's room, there was like a wrapper for a, what do they call that? The, the backwoods uh, cigar, which is like what people use to make blunts. Mm-hmm. And so there was a wrapper of that, but it was by the toilet. It was off to the side. And so I didn't think too much of it. I swept it up, but I noted it because I was like, who's, who's making blunts in the bathroom now that marijuana is legal yeah. in New York State? So anyway, later in the day, I go to use the bathroom and it's completely, I see that it's completely clogged. It's not flushing at all. Like zero water getting out. There's no it's toilet concerning. paper or anything yeah. in there. Um, so I tried plunging it for like 20 minutes. Nothing came out for like 20 minutes of me plunging. And so uh, I wrote the, the general manager and I said, hey, uh, there's some, something's in the toilet. It's like very plugged up. And he said, it's probably just paper. And I was like, it's not paper. I, I spent 20 minutes. There's nothing. I even sent him a photo of the toilet being full of water, yeah. but no paper in it. Um, so then we had to call our plumber to come take care of it. He showed up like five hours later. And at this point, I had, it had been so long. I had taped off the, the, 
the stall and I had to lock it from the outside, which most people, most of the other managers, the way that they lock it from the out or they lock the toilet so it can't be used mm. is you lock it and then you have to climb out. Me, I was very pleased with myself. What I did is I uh, got a long piece of masking tape yeah, and it's a slide bolt, you know, like the kind that slides left and right to lock. So what I did is I took the masking tape and wrapped it around the little knob on the bolt. And so then I closed the door and I had the long piece of masking tape up over the door. Yeah. And so what I did is I pulled it to the side that locks it and just kind of jiggled it while I jiggled the door and the latch fell into place. And then I put the piece of tape up over the the door the wall of the the bathroom stall so that it's stuck there. So then when I had to undo it, I undid the tape and I pulled it the other direction while jiggling the door. That's funny. And the latch just came off. So I didn't have to climb over the the stall. Uh, Anyway, so he showed up, the plumber finally showed up like five hours later. um, And I was like, oh man, am I I going crazy? I wonder if there was actually something stuck in there because I don't know, I was just worrying about it. And he was like, no, no, there's definitely something stuck in there after he, he messed around with it for a bit. So then he had to take the entire toilet apart. And while he was taking the entire toilet apart, we were all placing bets on what we thought it could be. I thought it was broken glass because it's been broken glass in the past. Things that it's also been is underwear, um, a sock, (laughs) and a belt buckle. So we were all taking bets. Most people took like soiled underwear jammed in there. Um, (laughs) So... He get he got the whole thing apart, and I went in to just check and see if he needed anything. And he's like, I got it. And I was like, oh, what was it? And he showed me. He had a plastic cup, and there was a ball of aluminum foil about the size of, like, three quarters of the size of a baseball. Yeah. That was inside of the toilet. Who puts aluminum foil I in a toilet? I don't know. That's so bad. And again, like, I assume it's somebody that it was some kind of drugs or something, but wh- who's like, rolling why? joints in the yeah. bathroom? Seeing a sandwich in the bathroom. (laughs) There's no no logical explanation. And so as much as uh, I wanted to spend more time trying to get the toilet fixed, I had an even bigger problem that day at work because one of the change machines in the front, they have the barrel key, the little like circular key that you put in. Yeah. And there's two different locks. So there's two different little barrel keys. And normally when you put the little barrel key in, if you put the wrong one in, it doesn't turn at all. It just... You just can't do anything with it. So you take it out and put the other one in and it opens. This time I put the wrong one in and just barely turned it to see if it, it would work. And it went about like one twentieth of the way. Sure. And then I heard like a loud ping, like ping when I did that. And I was like, no. oh no. Yeah. Turns out that one of the pins probably got like jammed on the key and there was no way for me to get it out. And apparently this has happened once before a long time ago. So the only solution is that you have to drill out the lock on the change machine. So I had to go get the drill, and you start with a tiny little bit, and you just make a deep, uh, very fine hole, and then you have to get the next size up, and then you get the next size up. And as you're going, you're also kind of reaming around, like pulling out stuff from the edges, because it's just aluminum, most of it, most of the construction. So it it comes apart pretty easily. But I ended up having to use the, the last drill bit that I use is like even thicker than my thumb. And I'm just sitting there like reaming it out. It took me like 40 minutes and my shoulder got a huge bruise from pressing on the drill. And everybody that was in the bar was watching me because it was so loud and it was ridiculous. And finally, 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 I got to the point where I could put a pair of pliers in and turn the latch from the backside. Yeah. And I got it open. And as soon as I got it open, there was a table full of like bros and dress shirts with Uh no tie. And they're like, yeah, clapping. (laughs) Oh my God. 
So I got that That's off. That's kind of sweet. Fortunately, we had a replacement <laughs> in the back office on another change machine that we That's weren't good. using. So I swapped that out. But man, that was such a pain in the butt. It sounds, yeah, yeah, like way too long. Yeah, like it's something that if that had happened to you, you it would have just been off for the day. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Adi. I would have tried for like 20 minutes. <laughs> Adi. Yeah. Let's talk about um, some food. You like food. I you're, do. You're shrugging. I <laughs> I do. I wanted to talk about a recipe that is um, one of your family's classic recipes. We ha- we have classic recipes. You have one very famous recipe. Okay. That I had completely forgotten about, but you brought up again, which is uh, your mom's pork chops. Oh no! I I. <laughs> It's not a classic recipe. <laughs> so what happened? Tell me the story. It's not really a story. Okay, it's, well, just she's tell not, what happened. She, she, my dad was always a cook, family growing up, and, you know, like, she had a couple dishes that were pretty good, but, um, you know, she largely wasn't cooking for us, and I just every now and then, you know, fondly remember one time that she made my sister and me uh, pork chops for dinner, and um, we both got sick. <laughs> <laughs> that's it yeah we're both sick uh you know and and i still yeah i i usually am not inclined to eat pork chops ever um one other quick recipe note oh that's cute he came and licked your elbow um one other quick recipe note was that when i was in pennsylvania uh they had the the hungarian family side of the family was there for the funeral and they were doing this thing that was amazing and what it is, is they had basically like a uh, pork belly, like a bacon smoked pork belly that was prepared. It had paprika on it, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. That two of uh, Andrea's cousins had brought from, I believe, Chicago. And the so what they did is they took the pork belly and they cut it into chunks about an inch and a half cubed, if not a little bigger. And then what they did is they built a big fire. And then they got these metal skewers and they were just roasting it over the fire like marshmallows. So you're roasting a big piece of bacon, basically. Oh, over wow. The marshmallow, yeah. Or o- like a marshmallow over the fire. And instead of just like, as you're roasting it, all this bacon fat is dripping off of the, um, sure. the, bac- uh, the bacon. So what you do is they have this rye bread in your other hand. And so while you're roasting it, you take your piece of bacon and you touch it to the rye bread and oh. all the fat transfers over to the bread. Yeah. And you keep roasting it, roasting it, roasting it. And when it's fully cooked... You make a little sandwich out of the bacon, the bacon drippings, and the bread. It was delicious. Wow, it, was, it sounds I, delicious. I, don't, I was like, I don't think I should eat it. It's got bacon. By the end of the night, I was like, I'm having I'm some. I'm having this it. Looks yeah. amazing. <laughs> so it was very cool. Uh, I'm definitely going to like try and figure out how to do that in the future because it was so good. So, Adi. Yes? I think we should uh, let's skip ahead a little bit because we're pressed for time. Uh, let's talk about some junk. <laughs> So this week, or I should say since last episode, the only junk that I've brought home, I'm very proud of myself, is the DVD box set of The Wire. Oh, yeah. To replace a previous set of DVD, <laughs> The Wire, <laughs> that I had found that was missing season one. So now uh, I have all five seasons, and I'm going to be t- giving that to Miguel, because Miguel loves oh, The Wire. Oh, for his birthday. So, well, he already knows I have it, though. So, <laughs> um, 
And today we went to the junk store because yeah. we dropped off some shoes and some jeans and some other stuff. Yeah. So it's good. We got to keep dropping stuff off. We got a ton of stuff yeah. to get rid of. Free store. Adi. Yes. Let's talk about what you want to talk about. Only a Adi? What do I want to talk about? Did you do any investigations into the storefront that we saw the other day? What storefront? We were walking around and we saw the perfect storefront for you, which was over by the water. There was a store that was nutritional IVs. Oh, no. Oh, I forgot to. Yeah. Yeah. I want a full report next episode on nutritional IVs. <laughs> I know. What does that mean? I, I have yeah, no idea. Can I re- you were very like, intrigued. Because I'm like, I don't I always remember my meals. You want... Just a bag full of goo. <laughs> so that's topic number one is you need to do a report, no, a full right. report on yeah. nutritional IVs. Oh, I, I failed you. Topic I number I two is we were watching a classic episode of Family Feud and you were oh. disgusted by Richard Dawson kissing every single lady on the mouth. That was a, you know, I got to say that was, a, that was a bit much. I mean, I'm sure he was having a great time, but it's a bit much. Yeah. I, I just thought it was yeah. funny. How you, yeah. You were telling me that was so common. Extremely grossed out you were. He's known for kissing all the ladies on the mouth. Yeah, I'm not so. into it. <laughs> I'm going to try and respect it, but I don't. <laughs> Adi. That was weird. Yeah. Okay, we're mo- we're moving on. We're pressed for time. Oh, Adi. Yeah. Um, let's talk about um, some follow-ups to uh, some old things we had. Um, actually, this is not a, this is a follow-up to something we talked about earlier, which is we went and saw the Sparks movie. Oh, it yeah. It was great. And what I wanted to talk about is that Sparks were in a movie called Roller Coaster that we recommended at one point. Remember that movie, Roller Coaster? Was it a recommendation? Yeah, it was a recommendation. Because <laughs> the first five minutes, it has the, like the most horrifically gruesome roller coaster accident. Yeah. It's amazing. Plus, Sparks is in it. I liked, I liked some of that movie, too. So. I, th- I thought it was worthwhile. Yeah. I thought it was definitely funny. And the Sparks scene, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Adi. Yes. All right, we're, we're tearing through them now. Um, I have some thoughts that don't fit anywhere else. My thought is, who is the chef at Dar 525 now? Oh, I don't know. So Dar 525 is a Middle Eastern restaurant near my work. And they have gone through like five different chefs since I've been working at my job. And the current chef, I ordered a plate of shawarma, chicken shawarma. Yeah. It came, it tasted amazing. I'm going to just put it out there. It tasted great. However, shawarma is by definition, stacks of meat roasted on a spinning spit, right? Yeah. As far as I know. What came was pulled chicken with Middle Eastern spices, like pulled so stewed just chicken. like the wrong order? No, it was very definitely chicken. I went back and looked at the menu and it said pulled chicken. Oh, weird. Who's calling this? This is not shawarma. I don't know what this is. It was delicious. If you call it, I don't know, Middle Eastern chicken, throw some raisins in there or something. It would be amazing. But that was not shawarma and it was not the shawarma that I was expecting. It's different. Yeah. Yeah, it's, It's a different dish. I don't know. You're pulling one over on people. It was also kind of expensive, but that's not the point. The point is that's not shawarma. Not shawarma. So, Adi. Yes. Everybody is stupid, including me.
I had a realization the other day. I already told you about this. Why is your hair touching the microphone? Oh, sorry. I was looking at Mookie. I had a realization the other day that I never knew (laughs) that Lord and Grimes are two different people. Oh, yeah, you did not. You did, I had no idea. You I had thought no they were idea. the same person. They're totally different people. I, every time I heard Lord, I was thinking of Grimes. No. Every time I heard Grimes, I was thinking of Lord. I thought they were the same They're person. They're not both with Elon And Musk. also, yeah, that now that I know more about, because I, I had no idea who Lord was. And so I went and looked. That, she's like 21, right? Something, some, yeah. Yeah, so that would be age. super weird if she was married yeah. to Elon Musk. So, so is Grimes is also young. I thought she was like 35. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I thought I think, she's I younger. She she's like 10 years older. So that's still weird, but not as weird as if he had married somebody who was a child prodigy just a few years ago. So anyway, I now that now, now I know, you know. two different people. Yeah. Um, I can continue to not listen to either of their music regularly. I just had no <laughs> idea. So, Adi. Yes. What are we looking forward to? You gotta do what? my sister's birthday this weekend oh that'll be good happy birthday sis yeah Ooh. that'll be I, fun i'm looking forward to fireworks oh yeah July 4th. that's They're a good coming. one yeah. not even i'm not even talking about like the city fireworks i'm talking about just like fireworks just lighting off fireworks yeah. i like that so i'm very excited for that that's about it i think yeah. i have to run to work now Adi, cool. it's the end of the show all right People should remember, of course, to call their mothers, even though it's not Mother's Day or anything. Mm-hmm.